Welcome to Restless Rebels Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Avila. Happy, happy Friday, my rebels. Today, we get to hear from Katie Laverde. She's the owner of three different businesses that all use self-care as a through line. She has been really thoughtful and intentional about ensuring that she's authentic within her businesses. And I really just feel like we have so much to learn from her. Let's go ahead and give her a listen. All right, my rebels. Today we have on the show with us Katie Laverde. Um, She is the co-host of Patent Pending the Podcast. Hi, Katie. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you doing on this Friday? Very good. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. I'm so happy to have you here. And we get to know um, kind of Melissa's other half and all about you. We had Melissa on the show, what, two, three weeks ago now. And so I'm glad that we get to have you on to to tell us all of your side. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of fun because we do a lot of stuff together. So it's like interesting to do it, you know, one-on-one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I'm so happy and grateful that you're here to tell us. So tell us kind of what you are doing right now, what you've been up to. Oh, gosh. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> so yeah, so I am the co-host of Patent Penning the Podcast. Um, I also am a co-coach with Melissa as well. Um, for podcasting, aspiring podcasters. Uh, And that is, uh, so the program that we've been doing is called Podcasting Made Simple. Um, And it's really just about like making it easy and giving people like the down and dirty, like let's just get it out there. Um, (laughs) Which we need. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, people make it too hard. It's it's not as hard as everyone wants to make it out to be. But yeah, so then I also um, make homemade candles and sell those. Um, I'm working on, you know, kind of branding that into a business. But right now it's uh, in the beginning stages. And uh, I'm an Arbonne consultant as well. Um, Yeah, I just have a lot of stuff going on. Full-time, I'm a CPA as well. I don't talk about that a whole lot. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Because you're busy doing all the other things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is a lot. You are doing many, many, many things. Um, so how did all of this come to be? I guess what came first? Was it the podcast? Yeah, so the podcast came first and that happened during the pandemic in a time when I was really, really struggling. And honestly, the podcast was something that was able to give me that sense of connection again because I never realized like how much uh, being an extrovert was going to really be a problem during all of this. Right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, halfway through, um, my stint of working from home, I was losing my mind. I mean, I was like just in a place that I had never been before and I didn't know how to deal with it or what it was or what I was feeling. Um, And what I came to realize was that I was just, I was missing that connection. I was missing that I literally had no energy because so much of my energy comes from connecting with other people. Um, 
So when the idea of a podcast came up, it was kind of like a on a whim thing where Melissa and I had had a conversation about what we were struggling with in that time. And we just kind of realized that we have these like long in-depth, interesting conversations all the time. We've always done it since we were children. And we were like, well, we're listening to these podcasts where that's exactly what people are doing. Yes. (laughs) We do that. So um, I just kind of called her. It was literally, I, if I, if I brought up the phone call, it was probably a 30 second call where I like picked <laughs> up the phone and I was like, do you want to start a podcast? And she was like, yes. And that was it. Like, <laughs> oh, I love that both of you just jumped right in. Oh, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. Um, no, I was just saying, and then everything else just kind of like stemmed off from there. Yes. Well, I love that. That's exactly what both of you were in need of. And I think that so many people can relate, including myself, um, during the pandemic, just losing that connection was heartbreaking and was just so hard. And all of us were feeling so many different emotions that you're right, we didn't understand. And I know even for myself, just that anxiety kicked in, right? About everything. I mean, everything changed during that time. And so I'm so happy that the two of you had one another to be able to kind of vent to, and then it turned into something that would also help other people. Yeah. And it's just, it's so crazy how you don't really realize how similar we all are and like the things that we all go through and like what we're, what we all experienced during the pandemic, people experience every single day and people can relate Mm -hmm. on that regardless of whether the pandemic was a thing or not. Um, And I took that and it all happening at the same time for a lot of us to realize that. Um, And it's really amazing how it has brought so many people together and like really given people something to relate on and like a common ground to kind of look at each other and be like, well, we're kind of, we really are all the same. Like we all have those, those emotions. And at the end of the day, like, we're all people. We're all human. Yes, definitely. I think you're right. And especially with it being a mental health month this month, um, I have been listening to so many different people talking about it. I mean, you would never imagine, but it's like, what does the face of mental health issues look like, right? Like, what does anxiety look like? What does depression look like? It looks like you and me. It looks like many people around us. And so I really think that it's a great thing that you're right. Now we were almost forced to talk about it and to realize just, you're right, like how many different things impact us all. So I love that. And I, I also think that it was amazing that you said, well, what can I do about it? Not only for myself, but for other people um, in the conversations that we have. Yeah, exactly. And that, so I have always been someone who kind of did things for myself like I not even in a selfish way or ever thought of it that way but like I never thought of self-care as selfish like it was just not me I didn't even understand it I didn't get why everyone puts like my mom for example like growing up she always put everyone ahead of herself and 
I mean, moms in general tend to do that, right? Yes, we do. I mean, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the second you have a child, all of a sudden, like you come last. And I think, and that is so heartbreaking for me. And I don't understand, like, like I just want everyone to know that until you fill your own cup, it is so much more difficult to fill anyone else's. And, you know, that has become kind of like a buzzword or cliche or whatever. Um, but it really is true. And like, if you take care of your own self and you do things that fill your cup, you do things that make you happy, bring you joy and all of that, then you're, it's that much easier. Like you're just gonna like pour out into other people automatically. Like it's, it's not even gonna take effort for you to be able to take care of others once you are fully taken care of. Um, mm -hmm. And so like, I've become so much more intentional about my self-care practices. Um, like I said, it's something that I've always done kind of subconsciously, um, but I really, I realized how much it makes a difference when you put an intention behind it. Yeah. Um, you know, not only doing things for yourself, but doing it because you're doing things for yourself, like doing it just for you, not for any other purpose, um, or taking things that are like normal everyday things and turning them into self-care practices just by changing the intention of them. Um, and like the podcast has been one of those things for us is like, that is one of the ways that we are able to kind of disconnect for a minute, connect with like a different side of ourselves and like let that flow and let it let ourselves like just kind of dive into something different and you know for melissa talk about adult things <laughs> you do miss that yeah well thank you so much for just being so open with us i think um yeah, I have always been the opposite of you where I was like, I don't need to take care of myself. Like I'm taking care of everything else. Right. And then there is a moment in time where it's like you get slapped around a little bit and you're like, just kidding. I really need to start taking care of myself so that I can continue to take care of everybody else. So I love that you said that. And I think that you are spot on when we are taking care of ourselves, we can be there for everyone else in such just such a, a better way, right? Like we get to be authentic with ourselves. You're right. That intention behind it is telling yourself that you're worthy, right? You're worth it. And I think that makes such a big difference in your life and in turn everyone else's. So thank you for doing that. And yeah, I love that the two of you kind of have that space to share with one another and with everyone else. And <laughs> with Melissa, yeah, I, I remember, I feel like everyone I talked to for a while, I was like, yay, I just was <laughs> doing all of the mom stuff that you do. So it is nice to be able to speak um, about other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and with adults for sure. Yeah. Awesome. So, and now you are teaching other people to do the same. How has that been? I would assume that it would be really rewarding to allow others to use their voice as well. It is. And it's so cool to see, like, we have worked with so many people who, I mean, people who came to us and were kind of like, I don't know how to do this. Can I like, can I just like talk and like you do whatever? And it's so much more, it's so empowering to like, just tell them like, no, you really can do it. It's not that 
complex. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be hard. And like then to see them like put out their first episode or like even just like put their graphic on Instagram with their name on it. Like it is so cool to watch people's ideas come to life and to like know that I even had like a fraction of a influence on it. Like how cool is that? Like I, I don't even, it's so rewarding for us to be able to offer something that for us was kind of a natural thing. Like we're, we're very resourceful. When we first started the podcast, we were just kind of like, all right, we're just going to like get our hands dirty and get this thing done. And we did it in like a few weeks, got it out there. And then we started to see other people wanting to do podcasting and just being so caught up in what microphone do I need? What headphones do I need? What computer programs do I need? What kind of like equipment and all this other stuff? And like, how do I edit and how do I do this? And it's like, just sit down and push the button. You know, we just, <laughs> we do with one of our clients that like, just push the button. <laughs> yes, the rest comes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and like, it all comes from action. Action is like the biggest step and like once you take that first step like it will all happen it will all come together um but yeah it's been so much fun our clients are amazing and like the ideas it always blows my mind like the ideas that people come up with for podcasts I'm like I mean just to hear people's stories and then like how they came to whatever idea they want to put out there whatever like impact they want to make is I I just love it. Like, I just, I don't, like, it's one of those things where it's like, why am I, like, worthy enough to, like, help this person with this dream? Because it feels so much bigger than, like, anything. And I feel like that's when you know that you're doing something good, honestly. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, we all start somewhere, right? And even those people like who have the most amazing dreams, right? They have to start somewhere. Like they need your helping hand first. So I love that you are just saying like, do it messy. Let's get it done. And then, you know, everything else will flow because it's so true. Like I still have a lot of work to do on my editing. Um, <laughs> As you can see, I'm wearing headphones and I don't have a big fancy mic or anything. Those things were co will come. But it's like, if you just start putting it out there, then it's so, it's just so exciting. It's so fun. And you start to see that it doesn't need to be overwhelming. Right, exactly. And once you put that one thing out there, you have something to edit you have something to move forward with and like you can make changes along the way it doesn't have to be um like the first thing you put out is what you continue on with forever like melissa and i have talked about changing our podcast name we've we've changed our podcast art multiple times like we've changed the messaging that we put out around it it all is totally in your court and that's what's so cool about coaching people in podcasting too is that it really is their own thing and it can be whatever they want. So people ask a lot of times, like, can I do this or can I do that? Yes, you can do whatever you want. Like it is your <laughs> podcast. 
podcast. Like, if you're saying the words, can I, like, yes, the answer is yes. You can do whatever you want to do. And it's just so fun to get people excited about that because I think sometimes they don't realize that it's like, oh, wait, I'm creating this from scratch. I really can do whatever I want with it. Um, And I think sometimes we get stuck in wanting to do it the right way. And there, there is no right way, especially with podcasting. Yes. I love that there is no right way because yeah, it just gives us so much freedom Mm -hmm. to just have fun and play around and yeah, who knows what next week brings. (laughs) Exactly. You know, every week you could be a different thing. Yes, exactly. Well, you love it. And you're also doing other things. You are making candles, you are selling Arbonne. Tell us how you also got involved in these other things. Yeah, so it all honestly stems from self-care. That's kind of the through line of everything that I do, whether I realize it or not. Um, And sometimes I don't. Sometimes (laughs) I decide to do something and I'm like, I don't know why. I just feel like pulled to do this. And it goes back to self-care all the time. So uh, the candles came first and I did a program called made to do this and uh it's um a 12-week business coaching program and I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do with it I knew I wanted to take it um Melissa had taken it before and she got so many great things out of it um and I just felt like it was something I needed to do but I didn't know exactly what idea I was supposed to be there to pursue. Um, And in a weird like series of events, uh, I kept, I love candles. They're all over my house. If you could like see my view right now, I can see probably (laughs) eight of them. Oh my Um, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) So I've, I've just always loved candles irrelevant from like business ideas completely never thought of making them myself um and i started seeing different things and hearing different things about candles like out of nowhere in my life i had a medium reading and one of the first things that she had said was do you make candles or like do you like have a lot of candles or something and i was like well maybe (laughs) what (laughs) just remember being so confused and then on one of the calls um in this business program one of the first calls uh the instructor kathy heller she um she starts her recording her video for the day i'm just gonna light this candle and i was like what is happening? And it just kept popping up. Like I'd be watching a TV show and there'd be like a close up on a candle or something for like, had nothing to do with what was happening. Um, (laughs) And it just felt like it kept popping up and it kept popping up. And I was like, is it that difficult to make a candle? I don't know. So I started looking it and it it started out as like, I'm just going to try to make my own. Like if I don't have to buy them, that's pretty cool. I can make whatever scents I want. Um, so I started doing it and then I was like, you know what? I'm doing this coaching program. I might as well like pick this and stick with it and see what happens. 
Um, and I was so determined to stick with one idea for the whole program. I was like, I don't want to um, get stuck in like, oh, I can apply this week to this part of my business and that week to the other part of my business. Because I know myself, but I know that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> um, and I would never actually get anywhere. So I decided to stick with the candles. Um, and I, I really loved doing it. I just enjoyed like making them and being creative with like scents and different things, different wicks and containers and stuff. And um, so I found joy in doing it. And I was like, well, that's what they keep talking about. Like find something you enjoy doing and then make it into a business. Um, so I carried that through, uh, my whole time and made to do this. And, um, it isn't something that I'm like hugely pursuing right now. Um, but I just love doing it, honestly. Like that's just, and I, what I've found myself doing is just kind of allowing things to come to me. So like, um, somebody tagged me in a post of somebody that was looking for like out of nowhere branded candles and I was like well yeah I can do that sure like I'll raise my hand for that one yeah and I ended up selling them to her and she loved them and she's using them for her program and like what's funny is her the program that she does is all about self-care and I was like, how cool that like, even the people that I'm selling to now are in the same realm of like, why I do all of this. Mm -hmm. um, and then I go back to like, candles are also a self-care thing for me. Like I know, like when I, when I actually light a candle, it's because I'm like taking in my environment and I'm, I'm being intentional about what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, so that kind of, that's where the candles came from. Uh. <laughs> well, I love that you kind of just, you listened to, to everything that was happening around you. You listened to all of the signs that yeah. were crazy signs out of nowhere and really realized that maybe it meant something for you. Yeah, exactly. You know? And yeah, I think that's so cool that you just allowed yourself to be led in that way. Yeah, it's really about following the breadcrumb trail. And that's what like, Melissa and I've both been doing for so long now, since we started the podcast, it was like, okay, the podcast opened so many doors that we had no idea even existed. Like, we were not looking to like, create businesses or like, be entrepreneurs when we started our podcast, we were just like, let's, let's do this. We love to talk. We have these conversations already. Why not? And then from that, like Kathy Heller came into our circle and all of these different things. And then we met all of these other entrepreneurs from the programs that we did. Melissa won a scholarship to her program, which is what oh, got wow. her doing the program. Yeah. And it was like it, it was like one thing after another just kind of snowballed and got us to where we are. And like I I'm so thankful for that one day where we both just like had enough faith in each other to be like, let's take this step. And like, we're both in such completely different places than we were a year ago um, because of that one thing that we decided to do. What do you think that the biggest change has been within yourself? Uh, <laughs> 
my understanding of my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so crazy how becoming an entrepreneur, building businesses, it's so much more about figuring out yourself and who you are and uh, what is good for you and not good for you. It's like the biggest part of building a business. And I had no idea. Like I, you don't think about that because when I ever thought about a business owner, it was always like big corporations, right? Like I didn't have people, didn't have a lot of people in my circle that were small business owners. Um, And you don't hear about the beginning of these big corporations very often. Um, But even them, like now looking back, you start to realize that even when they first started, like they went through all of this too. They had to do all of the soul searching and the crying and the (laughs) deep diving into (laughs) who they are and what they love. And um, I like, I've had multiple like complete breakdowns of what am I even passionate about? I don't even know. I, I have no idea. Like, what do I love? What do I enjoy? Like, it makes you question every little thing about who you are for the purpose of like finding who you really are. Yes. Um, and I, especially in the last couple of months have had so many realizations of like really having lost a lot of parts of me as I've gone through like college and getting into the working world and being in the corporate business life and all of that um there's so many things that like you let go by the wayside and you don't you don't even realize it's happening until something like sparks it a little bit and you're like huh oh yeah I do kind of remember being like that when I was eight like (laughs) yes I think it's all about so much of it is about getting back to who we are or who we were before society and the world like put their expectations on us. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, I think just like an understanding of who I am and my, what I need to stay in a good place and like just mentally be at my best um, is the biggest change. I mean, it it literally has nothing to do with business. Like that, that is like, just the vehicle with which I've found all of this and Mm -hmm. discovered all of this about myself. Yes. Well, oh my gosh. I think that there are so many, there's so many terrible things about the pandemic and, and everything that happened, but, but this is one positive, right? A lot of us stopped whether we wanted to or whether we were forced to and really took the time to, to answer some really tough questions. Mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of us decided to start businesses during that time, which again, made us answer those tough questions (laughs) sometimes over and over again. And I think you're completely right. I was talking to someone, actually, um, her and my podcast aired today, and she said entrepreneurship is authenticity. Like they can be used interchangeably. And I think that's so true when we're in the right business. Yes. Right. 
And another person I coached, I said, you're getting ready to learn a whole lot about yourself. I was telling her this yesterday and she said, Marissa, you're scaring me. (laughs) And it's just like, it's so true. It's scary. But sometimes we're just like, no, we want to be on this path, right? Like we want this to be our business. But it's like, yeah, but we have to look into why we want that to be our business, right? We have to have to really have a deep sense of like how we're contributing our own gifts that come naturally to us, right? To the world. And it's just, it's an amazing and hard and rewarding path. Yeah. I really think that our businesses need to be like extensions of ourselves. Like they can't, they cannot be a separate entity they have they have to be so intertwined with our life because if they're not like the passion's not going to be there the like drive to continue when it gets difficult is not going to be there if it doesn't feel like literally you're looking in a mirror when you look at your business then it's not the right one yeah no I totally agree I totally agree and there are so many times where yeah we want to make a paycheck (laughs) we need to eat right but um you feel you can feel the difference coming from someone who has owned past businesses that were not authentic and that were not me you can feel such a difference when you are on that right path with yourself yeah exactly and I think I mean you know there's such a um I don't know, like a new thing happening with the leave the corporate world and be a business owner, be your own boss and all of that, which is great. Um, And I don't think it's a bad thing, but I also feel like we need to at some point recognize the fact that sometimes the full-time job is what allows us the flexibility to build whatever business we want to build especially if it's going to be a soul-centered, like really passionate thing that we're doing, it takes time. Yeah. And you're not gonna be making a million dollars while you're going through the process of figuring it all out. So, you know, sometimes I think we get so wrapped up in like, I wanna quit my full-time job. I wanna like, you know, quit my day job, right? But you know, sometimes we have to think about it as like, that is what is allowing me to do what I want to do. Yeah. And eventually, like, maybe that's your goal. And that's great. But it's not, it doesn't have to be right now. Like, allow that to be change your mindset around it. Because it can be hard when you're trying to build a business. And it's like, you got to go to work every day and do your nine to five. But if you really think about it, like, this is a privilege. Like I get to go to work, make money that's going to help finance and like support me through building the business that I really want to build. Like what's wrong with that? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So many of us need that, right? Time and space to be able to, you're right, do what we want to do later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's no reason to not start now. Yeah. Yes. Well, (laughs) One last, um, one last venture that I just want to talk about because we need to, it's such a big thing for you and for everybody who gets to share it with you is Arbonne. Yes. Yeah. So Arbonne is something that has been in my life for a couple of years. And if you don't know what it is, it's, um, 
a network marketing business. They have um, a whole line of nutrition products and skincare products and makeup and like, I mean, so many other things. Um, but they're really a, they're plant-based, all vegan products. Um, and they're certified B corporation. So they're good for people and the planet. And what's really cool is I've been using their products for a couple of years and I loved them, like bought them all the time. Never even realized. I mean, I knew it was a network marketing company, but I didn't really think that was a viable like option for me. I guess I just didn't know a lot about it. And I was like, ah, whatever. Um, but somebody that I knew through the Made to Do This program was selling it. Okay. And I had, because I had never really been presented with the business opportunity, it didn't know all the details of how it worked. Um, and I saw her posting about it and I, I just reached out to her one day and I was like, can you, can you tell me a little bit about like how this really works? Like I might, might be interested because I already use the products. So I mean, at the very least I get more of a discount. Um, so I dove in and like, I have gained so much more than I even ever expected from it. Um, not only is it a great business opportunity, but like the community of people that I have met and like interact with every single day now is amazing. And if you don't have a community around you that is supportive and encouraging and empowering, like find it. Yes. Like now, today, whatever <laughs> it is, whether it's, whether it's a network marketing company where you have a team of people who are behind you all the time, a hundred percent, or if it's like a group of people from a program like made to do this, where you just kind of click with one another and you you know, meet up every week. I mean, there's countless stories of people like that who just kind of like met online, started a group and they're like killing it in their businesses and supporting each other along the way. Yes. Um, but it's just, it's so, what always amazes me is that we take these steps towards businesses or careers or different jobs and things. And we think we're doing it for one reason and what we really get out of it is like a completely different thing. And mm -hmm. <laughs> this is absolutely one of those things. I mean, I was like, all right, I did like their 30 days to healthy living and it really worked and I loved it, but it's been really hard for me to do it again. So it's like, maybe if I'm selling it and I'm coaching other people, it'll be easier for me to like, it'll give me a reason to like need to do it. Um, and I was like, it's a business opportunity. I can make money and all these other things. I was like, I want to go to Cancun. Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> like I want all of those things. Um, but like the community aspect of it has been the biggest thing for me. Like I would pay to be part of this community. And mm. like, that is the fact that I get to get paid to be part of it is like that much better. And I think, there's such a stigma around network marketing um, that like I understand where it comes from because a lot of people um, don't 
do it in a nice way. (laughs) A lot of people have had bad experiences. A lot of people have been pushed and harassed by people. I mean, like, that's not the way it works. It's not the way it's supposed to work. Um, and it, that doesn't work at the end of the day. Like (laughs) me reaching out to you every day for two weeks is not going to make you want to buy anything for me. No, it's going to make me block you. (laughs) So I honestly, like, I love these products and I want to share them with people. So like, why would I not, um, share products we love with people every day. (laughs) And this, it, if you are an affiliate marketer, like you get paid by a company for any sales you make, that's exactly the same thing as network marketing. Um, except you get to really do this in a way that works for you and you can build it into a whole business that is like, it could be your full-time gig if you want it to be. (laughs) And it's just, it's so cool that it's something that you can decide what you want it to be. Yes. Like, and it's like all done for you. Like, I don't have to do, you know, I sell my candles, which is great. And I love doing that. And I like want to build that more, but I have to do everything. I have to ship. I have to buy all the materials all all of my wax and my scents and my wicks and my containers and all the different things I have to not like not only find customers and sell it but I have to do all the background work all the overhead all of that um and with network marketing it's like sell it it's all that's the only part of it that you have to do um and because I love the product so much I want everyone I know to know about it. So I'm already doing it. I was talking before I was selling it. So Right. So you might as well sell it because yeah, I mean, yeah, when there's something that you love, it's an easy sale, right? Because it's like, guys, this is a no brainer. Yeah. And they're like, I didn't, I was not somebody that um, like read all my labels on everything that I consumed all the time. And like now (laughs) I go through like the drugstore and I like pick up a thing of mascara and I'm like, oh gosh, what is in this? (laughs) So you have like something to compare it to. Right. Um, So yeah, I think like the U.S. is not good enough at regulating these things. Um, so we need to make sure that we're like getting them from companies that we trust um, to not only be like safe for us, but also yeah. for like the suppliers and like the whole supply chain of these companies. Cause like, you don't know what's happening um, to the people who are farming for this stuff and yes. everything. So that's a I really good point. Yeah, it's just, it just has brought so much more awareness to me that I, I didn't have before. I was blissfully unaware of what <laughs> go on, and I am no longer. <laughs> yes, but that's so great, and that you're making other people aware. 
Mm -hmm. Right. Because you're right. It's not something that we tend to think about when it comes to like makeup products, more so our food. Right. But when it comes to makeup products and other self-care items, it's not something that we, at least I tend to think about. And so I think becoming more aware is just, I mean, it's great for everybody. You're right. We have to make sure that people are, are treated fairly as they're making our products as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, it all comes back to self-care um, between not only like the nutrition, like taking care of your body physically, but um, the makeup, like for me, that's like a self-care thing. I love putting on my makeup and like getting all dressed up for a night or whatever. And like that all, all of those things are like part of self-care. It's not like just the typical take care of your body and like, meditate and stuff like that like it's, right. it's not um it's not just the traditional way we think of self-care so um again it just all comes back to that and even the community part of it like for me that is a huge self-care thing because yes I'm such an extrovert and I need that connection and um being able to have a community this large where like somebody's always there if you need to like reach out to somebody and talk about like somebody's always there um so yeah it just it all comes back to self-care for me <laughs> always I love that you've recognized that and that everything ties together so well and is again part of you being authentic to yourself yeah, right it it's just always that way no, no, but that's something that you're so aware of now and you're seeing this interconnection between everything and you know, you know that you're on the right path with all of it because it just fits so perfectly into the puzzle, right? Yeah, and I just always encourage everybody to like follow the breadcrumbs whether or not it makes sense because like when I started the podcast, I had no idea where it was going. Like when we started coaching, I had no idea where that was going. Like I started making candles. I didn't know where it was going. And I had no idea that like Arbon was going to somehow fit in with candles and podcasting and podcast coaching and all this other stuff. Like, and just eventually you start to figure out, like you start to piece it together. Why do I like this, this, and this? What do they have in common? What's going on here? Like, what does it bring out in me? Um, and eventually it just, it makes sense. So, I mean, yes, all of them. Yeah, well, just trying, yeah, giving yourself the space to try new things. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And seeing what works, <laughs> seeing what feels right. Yeah, I mean, it's scary and, like, you might try something and hate it, and that's fine. Like, it's okay to try new things and not like them, too. It, like, it doesn't, you know, I think we just need to get over ourselves sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ourselves to do things that are not going to be perfect um you know like put out that first podcast episode even though you know it's not your best work because you've never done it before like you will get better your first one's not gonna be good like, right <laughs> the good thing is barely anyone will listen to your first one <laughs> yeah like, I and I think we feel, especially because of social media, we feel so visible. And it's like, if I put out a podcast episode, whether it gets one view or 
a million views, it feels like everyone can see it because it's yes. like there in the world. You're so um, right. Yeah. And like, yes, we need to move past that as well and be like, well, if they see it too bad, like that's good. They saw it. Great. Um, but also it's not that many people in the grand scheme of things, like the amount of people in this world, <laughs> the people that are seeing that first podcast episode that you're putting out there, not a lot. No. <laughs> and usually it's people who love you anyway, who listen to your first one. <laughs> right, exactly. And who buy your first candle and like become your first coaching client. Like they're all, when you start, especially like when you start small businesses, your first customers are always people in your closest circle. Mm -hmm. That's the way it's going to be. And like, what you'll find is those probably won't be your best customers or your best clients along the way. Um, but they're always the first ones who are there to support you no yeah. matter what it is that you're starting. So yes. get people in your corner. And if you don't have that in your circle, like if you don't have that support system, like I said before, like go out and find it. Yes. More and more people are searching every day for that exact thing. And so, Yes, you will find your people if you go and look. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Katie, for spending time with us today. Where can we find you? You can find me. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, of course. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram at KLoverde, L-O-V-E-R-D-E. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, pretty much everything is linked there. I have my, the link in my bio for all my different things going on. So got it. Instagram. So I will send people there in the notes. Well, thank you again. I so appreciate having you on and I'm just excited for everything that you're doing and where you're headed next. Thank you so much. It was so much fun and I am excited to continue listening to your podcast as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, my Rebels, thank you so, so much for being here with me today. I feel like we all have so much to learn from Katie. She was so thoughtful in all of her responses and just so open with all of us as she let us know that it's really, really important for us to be aware of our mental health. It is important to ensure that we are putting in the time to take care of ourselves, right, and really practice self-care and to make sure that we are being very authentic as we are pursuing our businesses. So thank you so much for that, Katie. All of you, if you have anything that you would like to share with me, please go ahead and reach out. You all know where to reach me on Instagram, restless underscore rebels underscore unstoppable. I do have one more um, announcement before I leave today. And that is that I have decided I really, really want to make sure, just like today, that I am giving you all that I have in each episode. So I've decided to only have one episode on Fridays. So I'll come to you every single Friday and just really, really make sure that it is packed full of everything that you need to hear. Okay? All right. Until then, my lovely people, I will see you all next Friday. 
be rebellious. Be rebellious enough to believe in yourself and start taking action. If you need help along the way, give me a shout. That's what I'm here for. Bye-bye. Thank you.